This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 75. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Well, we just got back from Orlando, Florida, and PodFest 2017. This is a pretty awesome event because it's smaller and more intimate and a focused few days with some of the best podcasters in the business. But these guys are also entrepreneurs, and I was surprised at the number of non-podcasters who attended the event. When I asked them why they were there, they told me they'd heard about the event and some of the people attending. They wanted to make connections and learn more about podcasting and marketing in general. If you're interested to learn more and grab a discount pass for 2017 in Florida again, there's a link in the show notes to this episode. Well, in the two years since I've been hosting this podcast, more and more agents have asked me how they go about setting up their own show. The big issue, I guess, is learning all the new skills required to make it happen. There's equipment, production, building the website, setting up blogs, and a hundred other small details that are essential to bring everything together. In fact, it took me a full year to set up and get started, and that was after making some very big and very costly mistakes. So I'll soon be launching Top Agents Radio to take the hassle, guesswork, and time investment out of producing your own radio show. It's a platform exclusively for agents. Together with my very talented producer, Joel, I'll be setting up everything for you, so all you need to do is record your regular show, and to get you started, I'll be interviewing you. And here's the thing, if someone isn't doing a podcast in your area already, I believe it's only a matter of time because podcasting is booming both in number of shows and listenership. So imagine your own show on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever good podcasts are available, And imagine your own podcast website and blog where you can share new interviews and articles on Facebook or Twitter or even back to your main real estate page or website. And imagine the publicity and viral marketing spread you'll enjoy when you interview an influencer in your area like a local sports star, business person, the police chief or even the mayor. You see, when you connect with the influencers, they'll be sharing the content you've created together with people in their sphere and you become an influencer too, almost by default. So if you've been waiting for a powerful point of difference marketing opportunity like this, then head over to topagentsplaybook.com and send me a message so I can keep you in the loop. And don't forget, we'll be coaching you on everything and doing all the heavy lifting and grunt work to make you the radio star. Okay, let's get into our interview for today. And today's guest is a very successful entrepreneur who builds pretty awesome websites. As you might have worked out by now, I love websites. In fact, I keep a stable of more than 150 domain names all waiting for a home. A great website is like a beautiful storefront, but at a fraction of the price and it's open 24 hours a day. You don't need uh, to sign an expensive lease, for example, pay for services like water or power or hydro as we call it here. You don't need to find staff. Whatever your business, online marketing continues to explode. Perhaps that's why so many shopping centres and malls are struggling. Joe Kosherba started his first business in high school. Today, he runs a highly successful web design studio and works with clients from around the world, setting up websites for everyone from tech startups to large manufacturing companies. Joe graduated summer come lord from the University of Pittsburgh 
with a degree in information science and a minor in computer science. So I guess that kind of makes him a creative nerd. I tracked Joe down because I'd heard great things and I was really interested to pick his brain and get his secrets on how to build an awesome website. Okay, let's do it. Well, Joe Kasherba, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Ray. Um, did you get a chance to uh, see that amazing football game on, on Sunday night? Yeah, that was insane. That uh, was awesome. 20, they were three, three, I think the game score was three points to 28 or something against the Patriots. And um, uh, what a phenomenal outcome, eh? Yeah, I thought that it was that was nuts, and I I heard on the news that there was this crazy number of private jets that were flying out of Houston at halftime. Everybody taking their private jets and leaving because they thought the game was <laughs> was over at halftime, and that turned isn't out that, not to be the way to go. Isn't that amazing? I guess if they were Patriots fans, uh, they were they were hurting. I guess if you could afford yeah. to fly in in a private jet, you could have afforded to, afforded to turn it around and uh, watch the end of the game because yeah exactly that was amazing that was amazing so brady yeah um five uh, five super bowl rings that's that's quite impressive and where whereabouts, yeah. whereabouts are you based joe i'm in pittsburgh so um you know it was you know they just patriots just beat the steelers you know two weeks ago and it yeah. was sort of the comp- competition to see which team was going to be you know, was going to break the record in terms of the being in the most Super Bowls, and yeah. so they beat out the Steelers uh, for that. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. So um, uh, interesting as well. Uh, I think we're about to get hit with a massive ice storm here in Toronto. Are you um, are you uh, in in the path of that as well? You know what? I'm not. I'm not sure. I probably should check. It's been a pretty mild winter, um, but I did hear something about. Uh, some big storm coming, but I haven't taken a look at where it's where exactly it's going. I'll just have a look at my weather my weather app now. Uh, Pittsburgh, no, Pittsburgh, ninety two and sunny. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's Fahrenheit, folks. By the way, so um, in Celsius, I'm going to say it's about thirty six, something like that. <laughs> Joe, um, we're not here to talk about the weather or about football. I wanted to get you on the show because I'm keen to learn more about the fascinating world of websites and marketing and your company, KashurbaWebDesign.com. I'm going to put that link in the show notes so people can check it out. Tell us a little bit about, I've got a million questions. Uh, I'm not going to give them all to you at once, but where are we heading at the moment? Tell us about, because this our world is changing so fast. And in fact, before you answer that, I just, I just saw this study. There's a study just released out of uh, the uni- Oxford University in the UK that says that 47, I think it's something like 47% of jobs in the US are going to be automa- automated or or what was the other word they used, computerized within the next 20 years, which is pretty alarming. So uh, I'd say if you're in web design, you're, uh, you're not in that 47%. Well, that's, a, that's actually a good question. Yeah, I'm fascinated with that whole futurism thing and you know, sort of speculating about which industries are going to be still around in 20 years and, and, and that kind of thing. If you, ask, if you ask some people, they would say web design would fall into that category because you see so many um, do-it-yourself website builders coming around, yep. Squarespace and Wix and, and, you know, and, and services like that. So there are a lot of web designers. When I'm talking to other web designers – and, and freelancers and, and people like that. There are a lot of people that are concerned that that, that industry is dying or that, that that's not going to be around any longer. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, well, for the time being, we're here, which is good. Um, and I'm looking over your portfolio of of, uh, of websites here, and you've got everything from restaurants to uh, custom race car body wraps, law firms, condominium buildings, uh, the Johnston Concert Series. You've, you're just covering everything. You like you you quite you seem to me to be quite dominant in the in the food and, and restaurant space as well. But you've got some cool looking sites here, and I'm going to put these in the in the show notes. But what are people looking for at the moment, and what's what's the big difference between a Kasherba website and uh, like a Squarespace or something? Yeah, the the big thing that's happening is that we've gotten the gotten to the point where pretty much everybody realizes that they need to have some sort of a website. Um, you know, pretty much every business now, whether they're putting up something with Wix or Squarespace, everybody has a website. Yep. And but but what's happening now is that more and more businesses are looking to actually use the internet to grow their business. You know, they've sort of checked it off their list that they have a website and now they want to say, now they're trying to figure out how can we actually grow the grow our business using the internet. Yep. And so what I'm focusing on and what I can really help people with is actually not just building a website, but building a website that actually turns visitors into customers and clients right and then sort of tying it into social media and online marketing and all of those all of those other pieces to actually have sort of an engine that, that brings in business as opposed to just a, a, a website that sits there and um, sort of checks the box that you have a website okay okay now I noticed that some of your sites are built in in uh, WordPress themes are, are they all WordPress themes? We've we've narrowed down our focus to uh, WordPress pretty much exclusively, but uh-huh. we're still doing a lot of custom design where we're actually, you know, in Photoshop designing things custom and then building on the WordPress platform rather than just using a an off-the-shelf theme. Okay, okay. Um I'm looking at a site here, fuelandfuddle.com. You familiar with you familiar with that? The the pizza pizza place? Yes, absolutely. That was um that was um, one of my favorite restaurants when I was in college. I went to the <laughs> University of Pittsburgh, and we went to Fuel and Fuddle all the time. They have uh, uh, like half off um, food and and stuff after eleven o'clock at night. So it was a big it was a big college hangout place, and so it was cool after college to go back and build their website and everything. And I still go there all the time. I bet you do. I'm looking at this food. Look at those pizzas, and uh, they got wood fired pizzas, beers, and. Anyway, I'm not turning this into an ad for, for fuel and fuddle, but if you're in Pittsburgh, guys, you should check this out. So, Absolutely. Joe, great-looking website, mate. Um, uh, very sexy, lots of colors and lots of movement. And um, what's a website like that cost? I don't like. Just give me a ballpark. Yeah, a website like that where we're custom designing it, um, our price for something like that starts around 5000 till we do the photography and we do the custom design and everything. These are your photos? You took these shots? Yeah, we went in, and that—that's my favorite. When, when I get to work with a restaurant, we actually go do some photography. It's cool because they'll make all this food, and we'll do the photos and everything, and then somebody has to eat it. And so I usually get to eat a lot of good food. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. Now, I'm noticing that the flavor or the—I guess that's maybe the wrong word—the the character of your websites or the themes. Not talking about WordPress themes, but the the business themes. I guess are. Uh, are tailored to 
your designer are you guys designing the sites from the ground up as well yeah we're doing all the we're doing all the, the design custom um in photoshop there's some general patterns and overall themes that we usually like to capture we usually have a menu up at the top and that kind of thing but yeah we're trying to match the company's branding and everything as much as possible okay. either either we're doing that branding from scratch for some people or we're trying to match an existing logo an existing brand and that's the biggest advantage of people see you know wordpress themes that you can buy or you can use some pre-built thing with squarespace or something but when you do that it doesn't match your brand and that's one of the things we really try to do. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see. I can see from your work. Um, let me get into the very murky world of SEO or search engine optimization. Um, and I'm sure you get this question on a daily basis. But how do I optimize my website, Joe? What should I be doing? Well, yeah, the, the first thing that when you're talking about search engine optimization and optimizing your website, the first thing that we need to get clear on is that the goal of that is to generate leads and generate customers. Uh -huh. And sometimes people sort of forget that and they just think, well, they need to do SEO just sort of as something to check off their list. And so first we need to talk about getting clients and getting customers. And so one piece of that is that in some cases, search engine optimization in the in the traditional sense that you're trying to optimize the website so it shows up naturally on Google, yep. that's may or may not be the best strategy. So Google has a program called AdWords where you can um, pay to show up at the top of Google. And so in some cases it's better, rather than trying to optimize your website this way or that way and, and try to game the system with the search engine optimization, in some cases it's better just to use their paid advertising platform and you know, have a marketing budget and pay Google to show up at the top of uh, the top tomorrow. Yeah. Um, or in some cases, it's better to spend your effort advertising on Facebook because, you know, you know, depending on what industry you're in and what you're selling, it, it might not be the kind of thing that somebody would go on Google searching for. So maybe um, ad, ads on Facebook might make more sense. So I always like to preface everything with that, that we want to focus on leads and customers and, and sales and all that and figure out what the best channel is for that. Okay. Okay. Well, if I'm if I'm on the uh, and I'm back on the I'm back on the pizza on the fuel and fuddle in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I mean, there's gotta be a million pizza shops in, in Pittsburgh, hasn't there? Or at least a couple of hundred thousand. They'd be everywhere, one on every corner. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So so it's pretty pretty hard to get heard above the traffic. So if I'm a pizza shop owner uh, and I want to boost my business, I notice these guys have got a Facebook page. Are they trying to drive traffic to that as well? Yeah, if, you were, if you're in something, you know, if, if you're in a restaurant industry or pizza or something like that, I think Facebook is a really good opportunity where you can, you can dial in on, on Facebook. You can go on Facebook and say, I want to show an ad to people, you know, just in within five mile radius of this address yep. and, you know, really targeted very specifically on Facebook. You could college target just college students, you know, they're on a, on college campus and, and there's a lot of really cool things like that you can do with Facebook. That's that probably makes more sense for a restaurant or a pizza shop than, than focusing on Google. Cause you're right. If somebody searches, you know, Pittsburgh uh, pizza shop, there's a million results. There's no way that you're going to 
um, show up on the top for that or something because there's just so much competition. And the other thing is, you know, people don't really do that that much anymore because, you know, they know that they need to be more granular than that or they know that um, that's just going to return them a crazy number of results. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I really like about your business, I mean, I think you've been in business since about 2005. So, you know, you're uh, you're raising 12 years now. So one yep. thing I like about your business is that you've got you've got the design element going on, which is pretty cutting edge. But you've also you've also got a business aspect to it as well because there's plenty of let's face it, Joe, there's there's plenty of website builders out there, but there's not a lot of great designer website builders from what I can see. I mean, I see some woeful looking websites, as I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, half your clients coming to you probably have terrible looking websites <laughs> and you've got to you gotta reinvent them, so it's not hard to make them look good. But you've also got this kind of commerce aspect to it to to help your clients make make money from your sites how do you how do you approach that process yeah that's what i'm always i'm always about that my uh, when i go in to meet with a potential client i'm i'm always asking them a lot of questions about you know why do you want the website what are you actually trying to accomplish and really trying to dig down because sometimes i'll meet with somebody who has they have an idea that their website's terrible or something but they don't even really know exactly what what they want yep and so I, I, I try to ask as many questions as I can to figure that out. Sometimes, you know, say I'll be talking to a roofing contractor, for instance, and, you know, they're just talking about getting a new website. But once I talk to them enough, I might identify, wow, what they really want is commercial slate roofing jobs or something. I got you. And then we'll tailor the website to that and we'll put together an online marketing campaign specifically for those slate roofing jobs or those commercial roofing jobs. And... Um, you know, that'll be what they want. And they never even sort of thought about exactly what they want until we started asking them a lot of questions and everything. Yeah, interesting. What about, should every website have a blog? And if so, why? A lot of people would say that every that every website should have a blog, um, but I would disagree with that. Okay. Um, you know, I think that sometimes there's this idea that everybody should have a blog and that you should have write all this content and you know that you know a roofing contractor that I mentioned should have all this content they're posting and everything like that. And I don't think that makes any any sense uh, in in all cases. Um, Google more and more. In the past, Google wanted to see content. They wanted to see a, you posting a lot of content, and that helped you get more traffic to your website and everything. And it still does, except for that Google is now pickier and they want high quality content that people actually read that's well written, that's the people actually want that once they get to that page, that blog entry, they actually stay on it. And is, so is that actually true that sorry to interrupt, but I'm I'm interested to know because somebody told me that the, the Google algorithm is that intelligent, it can determine great writing from crappy writing. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It can determine wow. it can determine the quality of the writing and then it also knows um, how long somebody is staying on that page. You know, do people tend to stay on 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 your website once they get there or do they tend to leave quickly, which signifies that that you're not providing them value and it's not what they want. No, so so yeah, I mean that the the bottom line with the blog is blog can be great if you have good content and if you have something to say, but you shouldn't do it just for the heck of it because 
it, it's not going to be worth the effort. But if I'm a plumber in Pittsburgh and I've invested five five grand with you to build a to build a kick-ass site, um, uh, don't I want to drive traffic there? And and isn't a regular? I mean, even if I can't write, but maybe I can hire somebody. But isn't a regular blog about you know checking your drains for in summer or winter or whatever? Isn't that going to help me with a little bit of search action? It 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 would. Um, if you really committed to it and you did it all the time, okay. you, know, you know, you're posting three or five blogs a month, yep. but I would argue that in, in the case of a plumber, for instance, they are better off instead of investing the time or investing the cost to, in a writer, they're better off spending that money on, um, advertising on Google or advertising on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm just reading one of your. I, I read yesterday one of your one of your awesome blogs, how to get more leads on uh, and customers online, and it's a subject that interests me because I've always thought if we go to the trouble and expense of building a gorgeous looking web page, and if somebody goes to it, we want to have an opportunity to capture or harvest their info. Now, if somebody likes something on Facebook, that's great, but we don't own their first name and email address. We can't reach out to them one on one and and connect them all we can do is post so i really love the idea of i call it building my tribe building your list and i know you've got some ideas around um i think you call it conversion when somebody goes to this to the to a website um how you can convert that into 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 capturing their their information talk to me a little bit about that yeah absolutely that that piece is huge i and yeah being able to convert the people that come to your website into someone that's going to join your audience um, is huge. I call it dual path marketing. Okay. Because um, the way I think about it is that a, only a portion of the people that are going to see your ad or land on your website or something are ready to buy right now. Yep. But the other larger portion of those people are, you know, are maybe ready to buy at some point in the future. And so you always want to offer people two different paths. One path is we can get started working together now. You know, you can get a free estimate or, you know, free quote or whatever, you know, whatever it is. The other option is you can get some more information and join my audience and I'm going to continue to, to build a relationship with you over time. So it's really important. And so whenever there's an opportunity with a client website to do that, we do it. We'll, we'll put together a pricing guide or a guide to – you know, if we're working with an industrial company or a manufacturing company, we'll put together a guide on some chemical process or manufacturing process that somebody can enter their email address and get that guide. And then they're added to an email list that that company can stay in touch with them. And that's huge. The the, the value of that is really, is really impressive. And so I'm always looking for what can we offer somebody that we can get them on their, our list so we can start um, building a relationship with them. Yeah. Okay. Well, right now it's it's um, one thirty in the afternoon. I'm starving, and I'm just looking at that pizza. Uh, <laughs> I'm back on the pizza. Is that is that a that drink to the left? Is that a Bloody Mary or is it a Bloody Caesar? I think it's a Bloody Mary. Okay. Have you ever had a Caesar? I have not. I actually don't know what it, what one okay. is. I love Bloody Marys, but okay. I don't know what a Caesar okay. is. Okay. Well, a Caesar is the same as a Bloody Mary, but it's not tomato juice. It's what they call clamato juice. So it's clam and tomato mixed together, mm. which might sound gross, but wait until you try it. 
we actually met some people, Christine and I, down at St. Lucia last year, down in the uh, Caribbean. And uh, they said, what are you drinking? And I explained, and they said, that's gross. And then I said, okay, we'll have 10 Caesars, thank you, because all the booze is free down there. <laughs> and these guys loved it. They got back to Pittsburgh, um, and they uh, they said they could find uh, Clamato juice at their local food store. So um, oh. that's a, that was a happy ending to that story. Um, what about... Uh, different websites on different devices and tablets and stuff like that. How important is that? It's obviously very important, but do you have any, um, what's the best way to ask this? Do you have any numbers on, on stats on how, how people are looking at their, uh, uh, you know, consuming this information? I guess it probably depends on the, on the customer for it's, uh, or on the, on the, uh, on what, what it is you're trying to sell. I guess if you're trying to sell food late night, chances are it needs to be really good on a mobile phone. Yeah, it, it definitely does vary from industry to industry, but it's become huge. Um, I know about a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago, we we officially crossed the, crossed the point where more web traffic is not on a desktop computer than is on a desktop computer. So now mobile phones and tablets account for more than half of the the search the the search traffic and really all internet traffic and it's probably almost two thirds by now. Yep. Yeah. So it's absolutely critical. It's critical for you know the you know that that article you mentioned you know that I wrote talks about um, traffic and conversion, getting uh, traffic to your website and then converting them into into leads and clients. And the mobile is key for both. If somebody hits your website on they're on a phone and it's not mobile friendly, they're unlikely to convert because they're going to have a hard time finding, you know, how do they contact you or how do they enter an email address because your website doesn't work on their phone. But it is also important from a traffic standpoint because last year there was something called, I think it was last year now, um, Geddon. Yeah, April 21. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is when basically websites uh, or Google started penalizing um, websites in terms of their search rankings when they were not mobile friendly. Yep. So now your website doesn't get nearly as much search traffic if it's not mobile friendly because Google will actually penalize it for not being mobile friendly. So it's absolutely critical anymore, and uh, it, it's a huge piece. Well, um, I'm going to put a link uh in the show notes to our episode, Joe, where people can uh, click on that. It's the Google Webmasters uh, um, mobile-friendly uh, link. That's a great idea. Yep, they can put that in there, and I'll put that in there. They can put their website in there, and they can check it out. So um, uh, I thought that I, I think that's a good And that, this is also, if you want to read more, please go to uh, Joe's blog. And the website, again, is kasherbawebdesign.com. These guys are out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Where where are we heading? What's the future look like for for web design and uh, and marketing online, Joe? It's going to be a continued um, continued transition from less being about the website and more being about sort of everything and the online marketing of it. Um, you know, we're still at the point where only a small fraction of all advertising dollars are spent online, yep. but that's going to become, you know, shifting to more and more, um, high, higher and higher percentage of the advertising dollars that are spent will be spent online. And what's going to happen 
if we go back to you mentioned futurism and industries dying and stuff at, at the very beginning, what's going to happen over the next five and ten years is that other forms of media that are not currently online marketing will become online marketing. Okay. So soon you will be able to, you know, just like you can go on Facebook and you can run an ad, or you can go on Google and run an ad. You're going to be able to go on a website and click a few buttons and have an ad on a billboard somewhere. Wow. And the billboards are going to be tied into the internet and into your online marketing platforms. And you're going to be able to do thing, the same kind of thing with television. And you can do that to some extent now. I just started seeing on my cable, like on cable channels, local commercials. Just for the first time in like, like a couple months ago. Okay. Because there's now more of a platform for a local person to go on and choose what areas they want to show their television commercials and things like that. So the bottom line is all this stuff that's not uh, online marketing per se now is going to become online marketing over the next few years. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm sure you're right. The world is changing so quickly. So I'm going to let you go. Um, I was just thinking, do you remember that episode of MASH? Do you remember MASH? You know, and I think I watched maybe one episode, but, oh. but not very familiar with it. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm glad I asked you that first because I was remembering the episode where, and I'm sure a few of my um, more senior listeners who are over 40 <laughs> will remember that um, Klinger, Corporal Klinger, remember he was the one who cross-dressed. He, um, he once ordered, and they're fighting in Korea, right? So he once ordered some wings from a store in Cleveland, Ohio, I think, and they actually turned up. So... I'm wondering if I did a takeout order here. Do you know these guys at Fuel and Fuddle? If I did an order, do you think they'd deliver to Toronto? <laughs> they might. You might have to call Grubhub. Grubhub might do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll check that out. Joe, it's been a blast. Congratulations on the success of your business, and uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.